This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. In today's show, GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, could be the next Bitcoin price black swan. I'll be sharing with you the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Also, new record Bitcoin mining difficulty is in, a new all-time high. Quoting Charles Edwards at Caprioli Investments, it's Bitcoin miner bloodbath. The most aggressive mining seller is almost seven years now, up 400% in just three weeks. If the price doesn't go up soon, we're going to see a lot of Bitcoin miners out of business. And this just in breaking news. One of the biggest banks in Latin America to offer Bitcoin custody services next year in 2023, and they have 55 million customers globally. Let's freaking go. Also in today's show, FTX hacker dumps 50,000 Ethereum, but still amongst the top 40 Ether holders. That's right. The FTX wallet drainer address has been meticulously swapping assets and using bridges to launder stolen funds. Also in today's show, Disney brings back Bob Eager as their CEO, and there is a connection with crypto as he is very bullish on the metaverse. Also in today's show, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin offers lessons for crypto in the wake of the FTX collapse. That's right. Vitalik says that the collapse of FTX has illustrated once again that the problem lies in people and not technology. Preach. Also in today's show, stablecoin issuer Tether explains how FTX and Alameda collapse has no effect on USDT. Now, this is a very important story as if USDT actually did collapse, it would cause carnage in the entire crypto industry. Also in today's show, Bitcoin decline may soon be over as the Bitcoin price is seen hitting $250,000 in the first half of 2023. That's right. According to the billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper, he is certain that the King Crypto will be able to brush off these negative FTX vibes and make a strong rebound as he expects Bitcoin to reach a quarter million dollars in the first half of next year in 2023. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. I want to welcome everyone just tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is podcast episode number 1110, and today is November 21st, 2022. And naturally, we have a lot to cover as Bitcoin seems to be testing the current cycle low. Taking a look over at Coin360, you can see all the major cryptos currently pumping. And in the red, with some in the blood red, Bitcoin down 3.3% for the day, trading under 16,000. Keep it in mind, the current cycle low is around 15,700. So just about $200 off. Now we have Ethereum down over 5%, trading at $1,100. Talk about a low. We have XRP down 5%, Doge down 8%, and the carnage all across the entire crypto market, and even Solana trading at $11, which is insane. Now check it. Checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current market cap, sitting just above $800 billion at the time of this live stream, with about $64 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 38 with the Ether dominance at 17.3%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Hobby Token, 
up 14%, trading at $5.12, followed by Neem, up 2%, trading at 3.2 cents, followed by Casper, the friendly ghost, <laughs> up about 2%, trading at 2.8 cents. But as you can see, most of the cryptos are currently all correcting, and in the red, it's been a pretty bloody week. But checking out, in the past week, yeah, I mean, massive losses. Even now, TWT, which was one of the top gainers last week, is even down 23.8% this week. The Trust Wallet Token, we have HNT down 19%, and Mana down 14.5%. Just mass losses, not looking good for the alts right now. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Green and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 21 on the decline once again in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 24, last week a 24, and last Last month, uh, 20 in Extreme Fear. So there you have it. Welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live show of Crypto News Alerts. Let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and for the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Number one, FTX contagion turns to the GBTC as clouds swirl over the fate of FTX executive and ex-CEO Bankman Freed. Commentators and crypto investors alike are wondering where contagion will strike next. Sentiment suggests that everyone is expecting the worst. A case in point comes in from Genesis Trading, part of the digital currency group DCG conglomerate, which last week halted payouts as its crypto lending arm. Now, this not only set off a string of rumors over Genesis's solvency, but also over DCG's future. Reassurances from executives have failed to stem the narrative, which has also focused on the largest institutional Bitcoin investment vehicle, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, better known as GBTC. Thus, over the weekend, a growing debate over GBTC mushroomed into a full-blown panic over financial buoyancy. As reported, this may have been worse for Grayscale, refusing to provide address details to prove its Bitcoin reserves, allegedly for reasons related to security. That's right. Suspicions over a billion dollars owed to DCG to Genesis add to the melting pot of misgivings. And at the same time, some well-known investors have added to their GBTC positions in the recent weeks. Is the next black swan GBTC already around the corner? Trading resource stock money lizards shared on Twitter along with the following. GBTC holds 648,000 BTC. Grayscale discount off to a record 43% as FTX spreads great uncertainty. Lots of hysteria in the market and everyone is looking for the 10,000 Bitcoin reason. Keep calm. Bear markets ends in the winter. Preach and further contention is focused on GBTC's discount to the Bitcoin spot price, which is now almost 50% for the first time ever in history. Now for the second factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, downside risk in numbers. Bitcoin is understandably between a rock and a hard place under the current circumstances. Bitcoin slash USD had failed to catch a break since the FTX debacle, testing levels not seen in two years, and fielding growing calls for further capitulation. The question for traders and analysts is how far that capitulation can go. Targets include 13,500, 12,000, and even as low as 10,000 or less this winter, which I shared a prediction from the infamous Bitcoin troll Peter Schiff in yesterday's episode. If you missed it, it, be sure to check it out. Now, the situation was not helped by the latest weekly close. Bitcoin's weakest since November 2020 at around 16,250 with fresh losses appearing since. I also like to point out that Bloomberg macro strategist Mike McGlone, who's the senior analyst for Bloomberg, is also predicting a $10,000 low, which I shared this morning in a YouTube short. Now, quoting Matthew Highland, volume decreasing, Bollinger Band squeezing on many time frames. Something has to give. And a look at volatility on the daily chart. 
chart, which you can see here, shows the Bollinger Bands expanding with price testing the lower band at the time of this recording on November 21st, a suggesting, suggestion that lower levels amid increased volatility are to come. And now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week in this insane crypto market, retreating inflation passes Bitcoin by. While inflation has been the major topic of discussion for anyone involved in risk assets in 2022, for crypto, the issue has been taken back seat. FTX and its contagion have pressured price performance more acutely than the year's macro triggers in the shorter timeframes. But behind the scenes, the global economic picture is providing interesting signals, to say the least. Inflation in the U.S. was already seen to be retracing, but new figures from Europe suggest that the Eurozone's biggest economy, Germany, is now following suit. The PPI data released on November 21st came in below expectations and even went into retreat, becoming negative rather than growing further. Quoting them here, compared with September 2022, producer prices decreased by 4.2% in October 2022. This was the first month-on-month decrease since May of 2020, said an official press release. Now for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week at the Bitcoin market. New difficulty all-time high as minor sales cool. That's right. Even all-time highs rather than lows are having trouble gaining acceptance among Bitcoiners in the current climate. Under the hood, Bitcoin has been busy expanding its network security, but misgivings about the numbers persist. At its latest automated readjustment on November 20th, the Bitcoin network difficulty increased by 0.51% to hit yet another all-time high, which you can see here on your screen. Mining difficulty is a reflection of the competition amongst miners, and currently the metric is rising despite Bitcoin price action falling, which in turn suggests that some entities are deploying more hashing power to the network and are able to overlook decreasing profit margins. Quoting Charles Edwards at Caprioli Investments as he shares on crypto Twitter, it is a Bitcoin miner bloodbath. Most aggressive miner selling in almost seven years now, up 400% in just three weeks. If the price doesn't go up soon, we're going to see a lot of Bitcoin miners out of business, which is definitely not a good omen. Now for the fifth and final factor to keep your eyes out on this week in this insane, hectic Bitcoin market. And that is timing the bottom. Those around during the latest crypto bear market are buckling up for a long and drawn out return to glory. Bitcoin is now suitable number for the past weeks to its latest. Uh, actually, we're on the verge of hitting yet another low, considering we're only a few hundred dollars from the current 15,700 low. And as this chart shows, at 30 months, time is in fact up for the event to happen compared to both in 2018 and 2014. So is this bottom around the corner? When do you think the bottom is likely going to be in? Let me know in the comments below. Mustache additionally flagged Bitcoin's MVRVZ score indicator, one which is now approaching level synonymous with every macro bottom. Quoting him here, everyone is wondering where the bottom might be. The MVRVZ score has always proven to be very accurate in the past and could answer this question. And he shares here, whenever the Z score fell out of the green channel, the bottom was in for BTC. We are very close on comparing timeframes from four years ago when Bitcoin bottomed at 3,100 in December of 2018. Fellow account bleeding crypto said the price action is nonetheless only just beginning is bottoming process. Quoting him here, did you know it took five weeks to finally hit the bottom once we started to capitulate in 2018? Then it took four months of boring PA before we saw the first God candle. We barely started week two today. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Get comfortable. It'll be 
a while. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that analyst that were likely to just be getting started with this bottom for the Bitcoin price and how low do you think we're likely to go? Let me know in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, welcome everyone just tuning into today's live stream. Our next breaking story of the day is this FTX hacker with all of this Ethereum, which he has been dumping on the market, which is one of the reasons the crypto market is crashing, especially Ethereum, which was down about 8% yesterday. The hacker behind the bankrupt crypto exchange FTX, could it be Bankman Freed? Is it the Bahamian authorities? Who is the hacker? Well, they started transferring their Ether holdings to a new wallet address on November 20th. The FTX wallet drainer was the 27th largest ETH holder after the hack, but dropped 10 positions after the weekend ETH dump. The FTX hacker drained nearly $447 million out of multiple FTX Global and FTX US exchange wallets just hours after the crypto exchange filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on November 11th. The majority of the stolen funds were in Ethereum, making the exploiter the 27th largest Ethereum whale. And on November 20th, the FTX whale drainer won transferred 50 thousand ethereum to a new address the new wallet address then swapped the ether for ren btc which is an erc20 version of bitcoin and bridged two wallets on the bitcoin blockchain one of the wallets held 1070 ren bitcoin while another wallet held 2444 ren bitcoin which is wild to say the least now crypto analytic group certic later tracked the bridge ren btc and the address found the address employed a money laundering technique called peel chain to launder the Ren BTC. Doesn't sound like the Bahamian authorities would be doing this. Could it be Bankman Freed or the goons or elite above him? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a peel chain is a technique to launder a large amount of crypto through a lengthy series of minor transactions. A small portion is peeled from the subject's address in a low-value transfer. These incremental launderer funds are often transferred to exchanges where they can be converted to fiat currency or other crypto assets. And at the time of the FTX hack, there were two parties involved, one black hat that managed to drain almost a half a billion dollars and a white hat that managed to move 186 million of FTX assets to cold storage. However, when the Bahamian Securities and Exchange Commission related or released their notice suggesting they're trying to move assets from FTX, it raised many eyebrows with many claiming that the securities regulator was in fact the black hat behind the exploit. You can't make this stuff up, folks. As I say, FTX and Alameda was an inside job. This is the crypto 9-11, to say the least. On-chain analyst Zach XBT highlighted the token transfer pattern of the Black Hat wallet and said that the wallet was dumping tokens and bridging sporadically was a very different behavior from the other addresses that withdrew from FTX and instead sent to a multi-sig on chains like Ethereum or Tron. And looking at the movement of funds and the techniques involved in the transfer of these funds, it is unlikely that the FTX wallet drainer one is under the control the Bahamian government based on today's on-chain activity. The Bitcoin activity is consistently with the peel chain, a form of money laundering that would be highly unusual for the government agency to be involved in. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this massive hack and this major Ethereum dump? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And how low? We talked about the bottom for the King Crypto. What about Ethereum, the largest smart contract platform in the world, the second largest crypto? What do you think the low will likely be for this cycle? Do you think we can drop below $800? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. And how many of you are still bullish on Ethereum? 
uh, considering the current landscape of the crypto market, the FTX hacker dumping massive amounts of Ether and still being one of the top hodlers of Ethereum and more likely to continue dumping. But just let me know your overall two Satoshis in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now let's discuss our next breaking story of the day. We have Disney, a new CEO returning and who is very bullish on the metaverse specifically. So let's uh, break this down. Metaverse backer Bob Eager has announced a surprise return to his former role as the CEO of Disney, taken over from the now former CEO, Bob Chappick. Now, while Eager is most well known for serving 15 years as the CEO of the global entertainment conglomerate, the Disney executive became known in the crypto community after becoming a director, advisor, and investor in Genies, a digital avatar platform running on Dapper Labs Flow blockchain. Thrilled to be joining the Genies board of directors to help Akash Nijum and the company empower humans to create the mobile apps of Web3 avatar ecosystems, Eager said. At that time, Eager was still at Disney as an executive and board chairman when the company filed for a metaverse-related patent on December 28th. The patent was for virtual world simulator and real-world venue, and according to the filing, would allow visitors to the Disney theme parks to use mobile phones to generate and project personalized 3D effects on nearby physical spaces, such as walls and other objects. It sounds like an augmented reality uh, platform. However, Disney said at the time there was no current plans to use this virtual world simulator patent, and the company has yet to announce any products related to that patent. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, Eager's return will reportedly only be temporary, though, with Eager only agreeing to serve as Disney's CEO for the next two years. And during this new term as CEO, Eager will reportedly work with the board to set a strategic direction for the company and work to develop a successor in his absence, Disney continued to work towards projects involving the metaverse, non-fungible tokens, and blockchain throughout the year. In September, Disney started hiring principal counsel to work on transactions involving NFTs, the metaverse, blockchain, as well as the centralized finance, and specifically seeking someone to provide full product life cycle legal advice and support for global NFT products and ensure they comply with all the current laws and regulations on the U.S. soil and internationally. So there you have it. Let me know your thoughts surrounding Bob Eager coming back as the CEO of Disney as he is bullish on the metaverse. And do you think that Disney will likely continue to roll out some more exciting things in the crypto sphere? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day. And that's Vitalik Buterin, his thoughts on FTX as Buterin has kind of been quiet more recently. So let's see what he has to say. The Ethereum co-founder Vitalik has spoken out in the wake of the FTX collapse, offering his thoughts on some positives from one of the crypto's biggest black swan events. In a November 20th Bloomberg interview, Buterin said that the collapse of FTX contains lessons for the entire crypto ecosystem. He acknowledged that the underlying stability of distributed ledger and the technology powering the crypto asset economy has not come into question. The problem in this instance and several before it has been peak people, not technology. Buterin also labeled the FTX collapse as a huge tragedy, but added that it reaffirms the position of many in the Ethereum community concerning centralization. Quoting him here, that said, many in the Ethereum community able to see the situation as a validation of things they believed in all along. Centralized anything is biased default suspect now isn't the ethereum foundation centralized isn't ethereum itself centralized so i don't truly understand his comparison here but hey let me know your thoughts he added that this ethos includes trusting an open and transparent code above humans and over the weekend buterin posted a guide to having a safe centralized exchange with proof 
of insolvency, he said rather than relying solely on fiat methods such as government licenses, auditors, corporate governance, and background investigations of people running exchanges, the exchanges could create cryptographic proofs that show that the funds they hold on chain are enough to cover their liabilities to their users, as he shared in this tweet, having a safe centralized exchange proof of solvency and beyond. There you have it. Now, the problems for FTX are understood to have stemmed from the exchange's use of customer deposits for other purposes. And after a large influx of withdrawals requests came to the exchange earlier this month, it found itself unable to meet withdrawal demands when with its current liquidity. That's right, because they were taking investor funds into the crypto exchange and offboarding it directly to Alameda Research, where he was ill-intentionally investing in your funds, in which he obviously lost them all. That's Bankman Freed. Now, Vitalik is not the only industry leader recently speaking out about the FTX fallout. On November 17th, Binance CEO CZ said that while regulation is necessary, it's more important for industry players to lead by example. And during the Indonesia FinTech Summit of 2022, Zhao said the entire FTX saga is likely to have set back the crypto industry by a few years and will likely see regulators scrutinize the industry much, much harder, which is probably a good thing, to be honest. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Vitalik's thoughts? Let me know in the comments right down below. And do you believe that Ethereum is centralized or decentralized? Let's get an answer to this and we'll be doing some live Q&A here shortly. With that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss Tether USDT. There's been a lot of rumors, including coming from CoffeeZilla and a lot of other leaders surrounding in the industry that are known for exposing schemes and uh, Ponzi's. They say expect USDT to collapse. Now, if USDT, which is one of the largest stable coins in the crypto sphere was the collapse. This would leave massive carnage in the crypto industry, taking us even lower than what we have witnessed already from this FTX debacle. So let's break down what they have uh, to share. Tether, the largest stablecoin issuer in the world, has released a statement assuring investors that USDT is in no way affected by the meltdown of the crypto exchange FTX and its trading arm, Alameda Research. In a new blog post, Tether says that since Alameda was a large issuer of USDT, speculation on whether the trading firm's collapse presents a risk to Tether has surfaced which it should have, right? Tether says that Alameda being an issuer of USDT means that Alameda originally sent USD to Tether and received USDT in return. Now the only option Alameda has is to return USDT to Tether to be reimbursed into USD. Those reserves are still in Tether's possession. They are not on Alameda's balance sheet. The collateral backing Alameda's USDT is not on Alameda's balance sheet. What can Alameda do with their USDT? Their only option is to redeem any USDT they have for USD via Tether's redemption facility. This is the same as any other USDT holder around the world. Now, Tether has no outstanding loans of USDT, of Tether's reserves, or any other funds whatsoever. The main problem countless other companies are facing is that they recklessly lent Alameda various assets, relying on extremely illiquid collateral. And since Alameda cannot repay those loans at this time, those companies have a hole on their balance sheet, a black hole to say the least. This is not how USDT issuance works and is not behavior Tether engaged in with Alameda in any way. Now, the Hong Kong-based company also addresses the decision for multiple crypto exchanges to halt deposits of USDT on the Solana 
Solana blockchain. Tether says this also does not affect it, quitting them here. USDT issued on Solana is the same as USDT issued on any other chain. The token simply represents a claim to $1 of Tether's reserves and collateral. Alameda's heavy involvement in Solana doesn't impact the underlying dynamics of how USDT functions and USDT issuance works whatsoever. The move to suspend USDT deposits on these exchanges is likely just due to the heavy connections between FTX, Alameda, and Solana. If holders of US dollars want to redeem USDT with Tether, they can. Still, USDT and Solana is equivalent to USDT on any other blockchain. It is not issued by Solana and is not reserved by Alameda or FTX. And on Friday, Tether announced the chain swap of a billion dollars worth of USDT from Solana to Ethereum, as they shared here on Twitter. In a few minutes, Tether will coordinate with third party to perform a chain swap, converting from Solana to Ethereum ERC-20 for 1 billion USDT. The Tether total supply will not change during this process. And a chain swap now is a process that moves crypto assets from one blockchain to another. And according to Tether, chain swaps may be requested by an exchange if they have a surplus of funds on one blockchain, but a deficit, uh, but deficit, uh, def- <laughs> deficit on the other. My apologies. Let me know your thoughts surrounding this story. And before I break down our final story of the day, the moment we have all been waiting for, uh, which is a prediction of $250,000 in the first quarter of 2023, which we all know is right around the quarter considering we're currently in November, and this is the end of November, December is right around the corner. Could you imagine Bitcoin going parabolic and not only reaching a new all-time high, but uh, multiplying that all-time high and hitting a quarter million dollars per Bitcoin next year before the halving, if that was to happen, as Tim Draper is predicting, where do you think the Bitcoin price would likely peak out after 2024's halving? It can get literally insane. We can go on a major parabolic rally. But nonetheless, let's break down this next story, shall we? And I'm going to dive right through to the prediction starting here. Bitcoin can hit a new all-time high before 2022 ends. Back in November 10th of last year, Bitcoin pushed its overall valuation to more than a trillion dollars when it achieved its current all-time high, just above 69000 And at its current state, Bitcoin is already lost 77% of that value and is nowhere close to that level right now. However, the extension of the bullish convergence in the assets weekly RSI that is hovering at the oversaw region suggests a recovery rally could happen anytime soon. In fact, despite the prolonged crypto winter, billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper is certain Bitcoin will be able to brush off these negative vibes and make a strong rebound, Bitcoin is expected to reach a quarter million dollars in the first half of next year. Now, last week, Draper predicted the leading crypto will reach that milestone despite the ongoing FTX turmoil. Tim Draper stated that the failure of the FTX crypto exchange has no direct impact on the success of Bitcoin because Bitcoin is decentralized and FTX was not facts. Now, moreover, Colin Wu, a Chinese crypto news reporter, recently pointed out that the Bitcoin price had significantly deviated from predictions of the stock-to-flow model, paving the way for a climb up to 78000 by December 31st, 2022, which would take us to that new all-time high. If that happens, Bitcoin will attain a new all-time high, rewarding its investors and holders with substantial profit. Could you imagine it being that fast, going from the low, the cycle low, all the way to an all-time high, like within a month? That would be 
insane roller coaster ride, but I cannot wait. I'm actually pretty excited. Stock the flow does still predict that Bitcoin is somewhere ranging a hundred thousand dollars plus between 2024 and 2025. Also like to point out that the stock the flow model has been the most accurate Bitcoin price prediction model. But this year in 2022, we witnessed some black swan events. Many in the crypto space were not anticipating. And because of that, it is what it is. I mean, no model can predict the future because there is a lot of uncertainty that could arise and occur. But nonetheless, what are your thoughts surrounding the billionaire venture capitalist is $250,000 quarter million dollar Bitcoin price prediction by the first half of next year? Do you think this is a price a pipe dream? Do you think this is a possibility? Do you think there is a less than a 50% chance of this happening? More than 50% chance? Whatever your thoughts are, let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.